Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. Daryl Sutter said it perfectly. It was sloppy. After losing 2-1 to to the Avalanche, how can the Flames learn from their mistakes and learn to play around getting goalied? All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. How are you? I hope you're having a great day today. Thanks for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we are free 99 on YouTube as well as everywhere else. What happened last night? <laughs> Uh, you know, it was very obvious that the Flames got goalied, and there isn't much you can do about that, you know? Like, you can't quickly, like, read a goalie like that. And I know I said that in yesterday's episode, that they the Flames could figure it out, but um, I will eat my words today because they were not doing that. But the one thing that they did do was crash the net, and that's what we wanted. We wanted them to generate true high danger scoring chances. And the Flames had 45 shots on net. And of course, you know, not all 45 of them are going to be high quality, high caliber shots. But when you're looking at that, you have to say, at least they're shooting the puck and just not overpassing, overpassing. Like the shooting is there. Like the, the attempt and the effort is there. (laughs) Uh, But Darcy Kemper is enemy number one to me right now. He looked like a brick wall out there, and I am so upset about it because I just wanted the Flames to just get two, two goals, especially, especially in the last, like, minute and a half when Nazem Kadri got that penalty and the Flames had the man advantage, and they just, I thought they were going to do it, but Darcy... Darcy Kemper held strong for the abs and it was so frustrating. And we're going to talk more about special teams later in the episode, because that is truly what this game was. It was all special teams. And I, I'm upset. (laughs) I'm upset at the outcome and I'm disappointed in the flames. I thought that the, you know, that they looked fine. Like it wasn't anything like five on five. They looked fine. That, that is what I'm saying. Like, five on five, they looked good. Um, it was a truly repetitive game from the game that we saw on Saturday against the Oilers. You know, it was very uh, high pace, high energy, special teams came alive, and the physicality was there. There's no doubt about that. But when you run into a good goalie, you're not running into, you know... Um, I am currently blanking on the other goaltender, not Mike Smith. But, um, you know, it's just when you're running into strong goaltenders, you're going to have a very different time than you would playing a team like Edmonton or Koskinen. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Koskinen or Smith, you know, you're not going to 
You're not running into brick walls there. If anything, you are running into Swiss cheese. And it is much easier to score on Swiss cheese than it is with uh, a brick wall. And it's not like you're playing, um, you know, uh, Mrazek in uh, Toronto, you know, who went, who's constantly battling injuries and constantly struggling. Um, but I feel like that guy could not buy a shutout with like $2 million, to be completely honest. But they did not succeed at the outsmarting their opponent. If anything, they played at the special teams level was just abysmal. It was so frustrating to watch them go out there and try to kill a penalty and watch them allow goal after goal. And they just crapped all over themselves and there's no other way to put it. And, you know, Daryl Sutter had quotes today. Chris Tanev had quotes last night that we're going to talk about next. But what on earth has this penalty kill turned into? And why is it so important for them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, put on those big boy pants, and get it together? Coming up next, we're going to talk more about the abysmal penalty kill and special teams. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your sports news, podcasts, and betting updates. They have you covered from A to Z, whether it be March Madness or the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm sure we can start putting bets down on World Series favorites before we know it. And of course, you know they have you covered for hockey. So head on over to betonline.net today to see uh, where your favorite team ranks among favorites. And if you should put a couple bucks down to get a few more in return, head on over to betonline.net on your mobile device or desktop or whatever you have internet connection with. Bet online where the game starts. You know, I talked about last week how the Flames had their weaknesses exposed against San Jose and Buffalo. And then I remembered, I actually got a comment on one of the videos. Somebody, uh, I believe it was an uh, Avalanche fan, he went back and commented and was like, you know, like, this is just hockey. Like, it just, it just happens. You know, it doesn't matter if you're the best team in the league or the worst team in the league. Like, it's just, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, losses are inevitable. And that, you know, obviously you know that. But when you hear someone else say that, it's very um, humbling. <laughs> but it's also a nice reminder. Because, you know, you're not over here overthinking it. But for the Flames to allow five goals on their last seven penalty kills, that is not good. Those are horrible numbers, and it shows that there is a disconnect in their special teams unit on the penalty kill. And Tanov went out there today and said um, they need to go back to working stronger as a group of four. And yeah, please, again. And then he says, I think we were killing it on killing Oh, sorry. I think we were killing well until obviously letting three goals in a period against Edmonton and tonight was all special teams. They got two and we got one and that was the difference in the game. We've got to bear down on our clears, on our entries and get back 
to outworking teams when we're out there. And he is absolutely correct. Because what are you going to do if you can't kill a penalty come playoffs? You're in deep doo-doo. And it, it's time. It's time to start picking up what you're slacking. Daryl Sutter said it perfectly, honestly. He had a great thread of quotes uh, that I'm going to read in a minute here as well. But uh, he said sloppy. Two games, very sloppy. Individual mistakes. The first one tonight. The puck should go down the ice. The forwards had two cracks at it. The second one is just a straight, is just a straight by our defenseman, just a straight read. Those are mental mistakes, is what they are. Oh, he's talking about the goal against that was like right in front of Good Branson. Very simple. Okay. Yeah, no, he is 200 percent correct. And when I was watching it, <laughs> the first goal that just kind of literally just like flew by good Branson. I just, I, I looked at my TV. I looked at my cat, looked back at the TV and I was like, what are, what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? Because this is not the flames that I've been watching all season. And I think it is obviously so important to, (laughs) to just, Remember that you haven't clinched anything yet and to remember that there's still like a month of the season left and you have to start getting it together. And today at practice, uh, Salem, who's uh, been on the show before, talked to Sutter and (laughs) Sutter's just, I love him. He's great. He said, uh, so they the flames have been heard saying you know if we make the playoffs which is a good mentality to have but then he goes on to say you'd better make sure you make the playoffs because if you don't have that in your mindset then you're gonna play Colorado as a wild card and you'll get the shit kicked out of you and I'm not interested in that I love how Self number one, the, the self-awareness from him versus Jeff Ward <laughs> is night and day. Jeff Ward could not say that his special team sucked. He could not go out there and say things like, you know, we just have to be better at five on five. There was always some sort of scapegoat, or it wasn't even like he wasn't even like existing. Like, he, it's like he wasn't watching the same game. Like, yeah, it was a good game. I don't know what you're talking about. Meanwhile, Dale Daryl Sutter is just, this is like his second time saying uh, the Flames don't want to play Colorado. Like, it would be a literal waste of time. He goes on to say, uh, Flames players have continuously used the phrase, if we make the playoffs. And Sutter said a few times he has no interest in being a wild card team because of the path through Colorado. He wanted and believed they could finish as the top team in the Pacific. Like they're not wrong. I think they they do have a very good chance of finishing first in the Pacific, but they just need to kind of get this together. And I, I get it. it. It is a long season. It's nice out. It's kind of like when you're in the classroom and you are, uh, you know, it's, standardized testing time for me which is always in the spring it's nice out like the snow's finally all melted it's warm and you're just itching to be outside you want nothing more than to be outside 
and not in school and you're just not focused. And I think the teams are focused, but you know, when you have a cushy, uh, you know, fall, like fall from grace, I don't think it's necessarily something you're too worried about, but I think that the flames really do need to get back down to reality because this is just not where we want to be going. We want to be securing every point we can and I was hoping that they would have been at least able to take it to overtime last night but unfortunately that didn't happen and that's just part of the game baby but coming up next we're gonna have my final takeaways and of course uh you know much more because I have a lot left to say (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames as always Uh, I appreciate you following along and make sure that you are following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. It is on the screen and you can find the show uh, Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts as well as YouTube. I think that the biggest thing here is acknowledging that there's room to grow, but also having a coach who is holding you accountable. There's none of this like, stepping around, beating around the bush, like, well, we have to try to get better. Daryl Sutter is saying we will get better or this is going to be the biggest waste of time. Like, everyone's time is going to be wasted. And that's the thing that I've come to love and appreciate about Daryl Sutter is how, number one, I don't want to say transparent because I think there are definitely uh, issues that he doesn't really talk about, but he does elaborate on things. He does, you know, address things that need to be addressed with the media. Well, other coaches will just give you next to nothing. He will give you quotes to work with. And it is a great way for the Flames to just know that they're going to be held accountable because it's one thing if you say it to the team on, on the ice or in the locker room, it's another thing when you say it to the journalists that are writing about you. Uh, I just don't think that this kind of hockey is sustainable. I think that the Flames are too good of a team to, number one, continue playing like this, but to allow themselves to spiral. I think that they'll snap out of it, but I also think that today, or I guess Tuesday night's game was a wake-up call. I think that there were a lot of... um opportunities for the Flames over the last two weeks uh, for them to see where they need to be better. You know, whether that be in a quick, you know, snap of a two-minute special teams flash on the ice, or if that is a true 60-minute hockey game. Like, I think about the game against Buffalo. Games like that are going to happen, of course. But how are you going to bounce back from that? I know it's not giving up a three-goal lead or allowing, um, you know, the Sharks to score three unanswered goals. Like, I know that that's not what you're going to do. And I think the Flames just really need to go back to how they were playing (laughs) before the All-Star break when it was just very end-to-end hockey. You know, you were seeing Manji Yapani get down and dirty on the forecheck. You were seeing, uh, you know, Johnny just generating shots after shot after shot. And 
Blake Coleman was, you know, kind of getting a little physical. Those are things you need to see. And those, those are going to be the way you win your hockey games. And I just, I don't think that (laughs) the Flames could ever, number one, sustain this, but there's no way that they are going to see success if they don't shake it. So it's either they've been frauds all season long and are now hitting their demise or they're just playing hockey. This is just part of the stretch and they're going to bounce back and they play the Kings on Thursday and they just have to bounce back. Like there is no way around it. They need to just get it together. I want to see stronger penalty kills because what happens if you go out there against think Nashville is who you would play. And what happens if you have a game where you are just on special teams the whole time? What if you have a basically another repeat of what happened against Colorado? What are you going to do? You're going to stand there and crap yourselves again? I don't think that's okay. And I, I know that's not okay. But It's just a matter of them having that self-awareness and fixing it. That is what matters, and I really am impressed with how the team is responding to, you know, I... I think there's a reason why you're hearing from the voices of the players that you're hearing from because, you know, I think last season Lucic was used as a mouthpiece for Jeff Ward to kind of, you know, say like, Oh, like the players can only, um, you know, the players have to step up and do more and the coach, uh, you know, has to, the coach can only do so much and players need to step up or something like, you know, like there's a reason why Tanev is going out there and saying it versus someone like a different veteran, you know, and I don't think that that means like there's like a rift in the room or anything, but I think that there are certain leaders on teams that are even certain players who will go out there and reiterate what the coach is saying because they truly believe it and they want other people to believe it as well. And I, Tanev is painting a perfect picture and so is Daryl Sutter. Like there's no doubt about that. And I'm hoping that, you know, against the Kings, they come together and they're able to snag those two points. You know, this is a division rival now. They are currently in second place. They're fighting for a playoff spot and they want the lead. They want the lead in the division. Are you kidding me? So go out there and just for the love of God, learn from your mistakes. (laughs) So that'll do it uh, for me today on today's episode of Locked on Flames. It is a bit of a shorter one today. Uh, I believe Audie will be joining me tomorrow for either a Locked on Flames preview or post game for uh, this matchup against the Kings. So thank you all. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, uh, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube as well. And I will catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.